Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first official episode of my podcast, uh, Walking the Fence of Medicine. So this podcast is a personal project for my um, Catalyst class at Singapore American School, where um, I am just going to be researching medical information and presenting it, uh, mainly for my own learning and also to uh, create a platform where interesting medical information can be uh, easily accessed. Uh, This medical information will generally be uh, cases that were polarizing or uh, had some controversy or overall discussions like vaccination, things like that. Um, So today I'm going to be talking about an interesting case that uh, happened between 2016 and 2017. And that was the case of a uh, baby named Charlie Gard. So this case uh, is really a case of medical ethics, um, and more specifically, uh, what is called best interest, so best interest of the uh, patient. So Charlie Charlie Gard was uh, an 11-month-old infant born in London. Uh, When he was born, he was um, deemed healthy, he seemed healthy enough. But it was later discovered that he actually had an extremely rare genetic disorder uh, that has only ever been diagnosed in 15 infants before him called uh, mitochondrial DNA depletion syndrome, uh, which is yeah an extremely rare genetic disorder. Uh, I think in s- specifically, Charlie Gard had uh, encephalomyopathic mitochondrial DNA depletion syndrome. Um, and so this genetic disorder causes brain damage and muscle failure and as of right now uh, there is no treatment which is why 100% of people that have suffered from this disorder have died in infancy. Um, So the reason this case was so controversial was because it was a case where Charlie's medical team and his parents disagreed and this isn't really seen too often where um, the opinions of doctors and parents are so polar opposite. Uh, it was taken through many, uh, I guess, many routes where, and there was a lot of legal action where the parents were arguing with the hospital and the doctors. Um, so this case has actually been uh, classified by legal academics as uh, what is called a stigmata case. Um, which is basically, in simple terms, a case that has greatly influenced culture. It's a case that is greatly based around culture. Um, So before I talk about the ethics of this case, uh, just medical ethics in general, there are four pillars of medical ethics. Uh, There's autonomy, justice, um, benevolence, and non-maleficence, which... Autonomy is the right for a patient who is capable of making their own decisions to make their own decisions. Uh, Justice is essentially um, doctors strive to do what's right. Uh, Benevolence is trying to do right uh, by the patient, trying to do what's best for the patient. And non-maleficence is um, one that is heard often, often in the form of do no harm. So in this case, uh, Charlie Gard was suffering from this 
genetic disorder, and uh, it was believed that he would not survive. But then um, there was a neurologist in New York who was named Michio Hirano, uh, who had developed a treatment based on uh, nucleoside supplementation, which um, showed showed some promise in other forms of uh, Charlie's condition, MDDS. Um, but there was no information whether or not it would actually work for the specific, uh, I guess, case of MDDS that he had. Um, so as he started the treatment, uh, he began having seizures and brain damage and um, the doctors at the hospital he was at, which was the uh, Great Ormond Street Hospital in London, um, they essentially believed that um, continuing the treatment for Charlie would be completely useless and it would just prolong his suffering. So uh, this is why the case was deemed a best interest case uh, where there are two parties trying to determine the best interest for the patient. So the doctors believe it would be in the patient's Charlie's uh, best interest to take him off life support and uh, begin palliative care just to give him uh, the most comfortable quality of life until he passed away. His parents, however, believed that um, there was hope for his treatment and they wanted to continue the treatment. And essentially, because of this, the doctors went to uh, the high court in England to... Uh, I guess, vote that uh, they allow the doctors to uh, retract life support from Charlie. And uh, the high court did end up really in favor of the doctors. And then the parents began appealing to various courts around the world, the Court of Appeal, the Supreme Court, uh, the European Court of Human Rights. And... Um, all of those courts ruled in favor of the doctors. So uh, I guess this was kind of a case that shook the world, uh, shook people that knew about it, uh, because it's not really seen too often where um, parents have to make the decision to either fight for the child or agree with the doctors and everyone who's against them to take their child off of life support. Um, so many people, based on gut instinct, believe that the parent should get to choose what happens to their child, and many people believe that the doctors were in the right, and the best interest of Charlie would be to, uh, I guess, give him the most comfortable life possible while he could have it. Um, because there was not much they could do, and the treatment would cause him further discomfort. So they believe that when weighed against the uh, chance of him surviving, um, it, it would have been better just to take him off life support. Um, so this is just a quick introduction to my podcast. This is just a case that uh, I found interesting. Um, it was a very polarizing case. It made its rounds around the world. Uh, so I thought it would just be a good, uh, good short episode just to talk about uh, the case of Charlie Gard as well as give some information on medical ethics and, I guess, uh, introduce my podcast. So thank you for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for more discussions on other controversial issues and polarizing topics uh, in the world of medicine, and I hope you enjoyed.